The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I am here with our guest host, Lynn Sherell. What are gems and jewels, really? They're stones and tend to have different value for each person. It really depends on how they relate to them individually as to the true value they have. As a little stone or a pebble, they could be considered to be very small from a physical size, but, but could really have a huge value in terms of the different sense and basic effect. As we are spotlighting everyday jewels, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. As with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. We are inspired. William James said, common sense and a sense of humor are the same thing, but they're moving at different speeds. A sense of humor is just common sense, dancing. So I really like that. I love that. We humans come equipped with five core senses, hearing, speaking, smelling, seeing, and feeling. What we don't always remember is that we also have a sixth sense based on natural instinct and intuition. This extra sensory perception comes into play in many ways. Some call it inner wisdom. Seeing clearly, interpreting, and understanding insights is a skill and a focus that we tend to take for granted. Your intuition speaks to you in different languages, from visual to auditory to sensory. What is your common sense wisdom saying to you right now that you might be missing, and how can it inspire your best life? We are here to learn how to harvest the mighty gem of intuitive clarity. Albert Einstein was quite a wizard himself. He said, I believe in intuitions and inspirations. I sometimes feel that I am right. I do not know that I am. And Steve Maribel said, or suggests, the best way to succeed is to have a, a specific intent, a clear vision, a plan of action, and the ability to maintain clarity. Those are four pillars of success. And it never fails. 
The words we are exploring have to do mostly with the sixth chakra, which come, some people refer to as the third eye, and our intuition and intuitive clarity are power, powerful words in our vocabulary. The word comes, words come from a, like a Middle English um, with intuition basically meaning knowing or understanding something without reasoning or proof. It is the quality of having a direct perception or quick insight. There are a lot of ways that we communicate the existence of our intuitive parts of ourselves, but, it's some, but it seems like we're always whispering about it rather than boldly talking about it. If we open up the channels in ourselves to have more flow in this area, it could be a valuable asset for us to use as a compass for our daily living. The normal approach to the sixth sense area has been to approach it as if it's had walls around it, as it can be misinterpreted. Sometimes it seems like the wall cannot be moved, and we want to open the gate and let go. Lynn, you provided an explanation about the intricate connections between all of the different chakras that I thought was very profound. When you explained how they worked, it actually gave me an image of a marble game that my dad put together when I was a kid with routing for different sizes of marbles in a spiraling set of tubes. He used to use all kinds of tubes. <laughs> you know, the paper tubes came with paper towels and toilet paper and all these things. Could you please share this description with our listeners? As I think it might give them some more clarity on how things move along the pathways in our inner energetic chakra system. Sure. This is, you know, this is one of my favorite topics, really, because when we understand how energy moves through our human anatomy, it can actually be a real game changer. And so if you have not um, heard any of our previous shows here, we're, there's seven main chakra centers, and these are energy um, wheels or disks or conduits of um, energy through your system. And uh, they correspond to physical body parts. And so uh, if we were to look at how a message comes in from the top of your head, which is where the seventh chakra is, that is coming through the direct connection with greater consciousness. It's a thing that's coming into you through the seventh chakra. And then it filters into some sort of inspired image or thought or experience that becomes known or interpreted by the third eye. And that's basically in the forehead area. That's your sixth chakra. And that third eye literally sees and interprets the inspired message into something more articulate that you can actually get. And then that passes on down to the fifth chakra, which is in your throat. So you can determine what you want to manifest from it. Then you speak that into being, and at that point it drops into your fourth chakra around your heart, where you decide your relationship with it in terms of the degree of love or attention that you're going to give it. And then from there you make decisions about how you're willing to relate to it in your third chakra. Your third chakra is about personal, um, personal decisions and ethics and responsibility, and then from there, it drops to your second chakra, and there it's really about how does that relate to your significant other relationships and the things that you're birthing, your creativity, how does that relate to your livelihood, your money? And then from there, it drops into your first chakra to say, okay, how does this add to my place of being on this physical plane? How do I organize my life around this? And so as it drops through each of these seven levels, um, each chakra has its own mm, role in shaping that message 
message as it moves through. Um, common sense, you know, we were talking about, you were sharing about common sense. Common sense really lives in your third chakra. And the reason for that is because it's the first plane of physical reality in the chakra system. So the first, second, and third chakras, which are really, um, the third chakra is just above your belly button and below your heart. Your first chakra is in your groin, the second is right below your belly button. So the first, second, and third chakras are about being in the physical world. So if you're having something come in from the top, the third chakra is really the first plane of physical reality. Your fourth chakra is the bridge, and then fifth, sixth, and seventh are really about the etheric realms and what's out there, um, quote unquote. So common sense is what we've developed to live in the physical world. And what's so interesting is um, in the, you know, in your gut, that has this same intuitive cells as your brain. It's very interesting. And when you look at how this system can process information for you, it's very different. Um, you know, common sense is what we've developed to live in the physical world and bringing intuitive insight into the third eye is very different because that's about interpreting inspired insights into your life through messages and inner wisdom and guidance. Thomas Paine um, shared, could the straggling thoughts of individuals be collected, they would frequently form materials for wise and able men to improve into useful matter. And as we are embarking on this prospecting journey of discovering our chakras, we are clearly working with this ancient energy system, and it defies time and space. It's really about flow. And system is, um, the word system really but that relates to a method, a plan, a procedure. It might look complex from the outside because it has a lot of different moving parts, but when you put them together in a step-by-step -step process, you can plug yourself into that and get ideas of the direction you're going in. And so we've been exploring, um, you know, individual, unique ore and minerals that make up our inner self. And some of these are really de deeply ingrained. Some are visible and others are hidden from the surface. And the combination and mixture is what makes us each valuable and also potentially explosive. And, you know, the word, you know, explosive, well, what's that about? Well, mining, you know, that's what miners have done for years is they explode things and then they harvest what they find. And so mining is the process of extracting valuable substances from the ground. And they do that in different ways. Some mines are holes or caves or open pits. Uh, you know, it's really about um, choosing the right place to mine and then having the right mining equipment to help make the discovery easier and to be able to make the most of what you you bring forward. And so when you have the knowledge that we're talking about in this program, you give yourself the tools to have confidence in knowing how to maneuver around potential roadblocks or obstacles that stand between you and living your most mighty life. You can claim your, where you're going to mine. So, you know, as we're taking a closer look at what you might be experiencing in your energetic system, we also need to look at the variety of ways that we can get intriguing information that in order to get in touch with our inner information systems. And so some people have a sense of inspiration or intuition that shows up as a sound or a feeling and is associated with the ear. Receiving it this way has been dated back to the 16th century. And that's where the phrase, play it by ear, <laughs> you know, that was meant to play or sing without printed music. But in the 19th century, this same phrase meant to proceed one step at a time. And this was based as a pure trust of the messaging received as intuition and the proper sense of timing for any action as opposed to having a prearranged plan.
And there's another expression that's related that's been used a lot to, to that you know to fly by the seat of one's pants. And that's related. <laughs> <laughs> that's related to instinct or intuitions that are related to flying without instruments. You know, if you're in a plane, you don't have the instruments. You're flying kind of blind. And the use of instincts from prior experience. And the sense of this is that there's a narrow escape of disaster by a narrow margin. And, you know, in some ways, I mean, aren't we all kind of doing it by the seat of our pants? (laughs) You know? Feels like Um, it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you think about that, that's really kind of first chakra-ish, right? Because it's all about how you're connecting with this plane of existence on the most primal level. It's like, if you're sliding by the seat of your pants, well, you're on your tukas, you know? (laughs) You're you're moving. So there's other expressions, too, um, like feeling the change in one's bones or following one's nose as an instinctive action approach. And these have to do with trusting the senses. And, you know, the nose, that's really about, you know, animals with their sense of smell. If you just follow that, um, you will get a lot of information. So, you know, these senses, um, you know, really play a lot, you know, intuition is really, it's another sense. Let me just sum it that way. That's, that's my impression. Does that really make sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the intuition is such an important gift that, you know, what is really cool is that we all have it. And the intuitive clarity that comes from this place far outshines the more intellectual clarity where we think we know what we want. Sometimes it tells us what we think we want, while the other knows what we want. One can often lead us to take action that can result in an unauthentic outcome, while the other can often lead us to a more authentic and aligned outcome. Another phrase or expression a little bird told me is another some, you know, one that has been used quite a bit. It comes in as an undisclosed source, a secret witness, you know, which... There's a lot of mystery around intuition. This phrase refers to the um, unobstructive nature of a small bird that theoretically, at, la- at least, is able to observe many covert goings-on as it flies through the air. Since the beginning of recorded history, and no, no doubt before that, birds have been respected and in times revered for their godlike powers of flight and sight. Many Greek and Roman soothsayers cited their purported understandings of avian language as a source of their knowledge and intuitive or psychic abilities. A well, shot in the dark. What's that? Like, what does that mean? Did they hear like a bird call and then interpret that? Avian language? I don't know. That's Probably, yeah. I mean, listening, I mean, it's very interesting. I've uh, noticed that people have different perceptions of, you know, if you get up in the morning, you're hearing a lot of birds. You know, people can think of that as the song of the morning, but in some cases it might be the warning, <laughs> warning sign. Or, <laughs> right. it, I mean, it's, it's probably dependent upon what else is going on, but um, I think it's a lot of perception. And so people get up in the morning, some of them don't have a very good attitude, so they probably take something that might not really feel good from all of the, they might consider it noise. <laughs> right. You know, so it's really how one perceives, you know, the different things that they are offered. Mm-hmm. With all of our senses, you know, we have sense of smell and hearing and, you know, that, that part of it um, can be really individual. Right. A sh- shot in the dark is another expression that has been used where it generally means something is a wild guess. 
an attempt implying it is made without a benefit of relevant information or assistance. And very interestingly, for the most part, whatever is being shared involves elements of intuitive reasoning. Shot in the Dark was title of an amusing 1964 movie starring <laughs> Peter Sellers as the bumbling inspector Jacques Cousteau. Or Clouseau. Clouseau. <laughs> Clouseau. I love yeah. him. Yeah, he was so funny. Talented. Yeah. If you really take a, um, if you have gifts that you have been experiencing or exploring, the most important thing is to use them for positive things. The expression, no being is an island, means we are all interconnected. And literally all life substance, energy, and consciousness in the universe is completely interconnected. The time and space is only limited if someone perceives them to be a barrier. As we are all in the learning mode, learning to control any fears you have is important. The more intense an experience you have, the more you must maintain clarity and focus. And as we seek to gain more clarity about ourselves, it will lead to wanting to know more about the world around us. As we have been exploring our mighty gems over the last period, we have been doing a lot of deep prospecting within ourselves. It is really a profound experience to go deeper for understanding how our energy, our human energy system works. And as you discover more clarity, the floodgate of inspiration will come forth with new connections and experiences that feel correctly timed. Have you ever noticed, like, if you are in a situation where there's, like, um, like fear or you've hear, heard a noise and you don't know what it is and suddenly your breathing goes really shallow, but your hearing goes up, like, you can hear more intensely? Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of the body where it's adjusting the senses to meet the situation for whatever you might need. I think that's pretty interesting, too. Well, that's a different sense of clarity, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we're, we're close to taking a break, but after we get back, uh, I actually uh, wrote a book um, called Heal the Chakras of Your Business, Adapting Ancient Wellness Systems for the Wealth of Your Business Today. And this really goes through the chakras, um, which, you know, obviously it's a subtle system. It's a window to our soul with connection to our soul's consciousness. And so... When um, we get back, we're going to be talking a lot about the sixth chakra, your third eye. It's usually associated with the color indigo, um, with the astrological sign Leo, and it's that really purpley blue color. So um, in that, you know, there's um, there's some associations visually and with the experience, and so we're really going to be exploring that in a deeper way. So with that, how about if we just go ahead and um, break, and we'll get back and, and, and go deeper. We'll do a deeper dive. We'll mine the chakra of intuitive clarity. <laughs> <laughs> We'll whisper about it, right? Yeah, we'll whisper. (laughs) We'll shout about it. We'll shout about it. We'll shout about it. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. (laughs) Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. 
plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves. And we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadiq to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Divorce leaves behind some lasting scars. Besides the emotional impact of starting over, keeping your family in order, co-parenting, and the general confusion that comes with it, there are also financial impacts, slow and grueling legal processes, and lack of support and resources to turn to. Tune in to Divorce Sucks, a smart girl's guide to doing it better with host Laura Maiola. We'll bring you the tools to sort it all out the right way every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we're um, talking about, we're not whispering, (laughs) we're talking about the sparkling focus on intuitive clarity. And with me is Lynn Shirell, who has written a book, uh, Heal the Chakras of Your Business, Adapt Ancient Wellness Systems for the Wealth of Your Business Today. And Lynn, isn't it very true that um, if things are happening within ourselves, they're typically going to also affect our business? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because um, our business or our career is a reflection of us. And so whatever is happening in our world will, will likely be reflected into our business. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, you know, if you're in a place of, um, you know, stress about something, chances are something in your business is going to go sideways or feel constricted. Um, or if you're, you know, conversely, if you're in a place of, oh, this is great, it's the best day ever, and you're really expansive, chances are like amazing, magical opportunities are going to show up in your career or your business either way. And, you know, so it's everything is related to everything else. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. And once you really get that, you know, it's, uh, I think it was her, Hermes Trimagustus who said way back in like, you know, 500 AD or whatever, he said as above, so below. And that's really what that means is that the micro is in the macro and the macro is in the micro. And so whatever is happening for you in your world is going to also be happening in every other dimension of your life. So whether it's your business, your career, your health, your social circle, um, you know, how you're, uh, whatever, how you're creating um, your, your family, your children, like everything is 
going to have elements of everything else within it. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the sixth chakra really helps us sort that stuff out because the basis, you know, its basis is the intuition that you experience. And it governs our senses because it's the link from which we perceive the higher planes through our conscious intelligence, but it brings it through spiritual awareness or psychic power, through intuition, through light. So the essence of the sixth chakra is really within the astral and the dreaming worlds, but it's very practical. It brings that information forward so we can use it in, uh, in reality, in a physical world. Metaphysically, the sixth chakra is about truth. And, you know, many people are truth seekers, and chances are, if you're listening to this show, that's you. <laughs> so it's about being open to new ideas and um, your intellectual abilities. Those are um, in your sixth chakra. The ability to learn from our experience, our emotional intelligence, that is a combination that will come from both your sixth chakra and your fourth chakra which totally makes sense, right? Your sixth chakra is where your wisdom lives, but our self-evaluation will, um, and our relationship to what happens, um, how we process it emotionally, that is in the fourth chakra. So um, you, you, when you start combining different chakras, you know, there's always a relationship with everything. And so, um, and in this case, we'll just talk about the sixth chakra, but, you know, the challenge for us is that we, um, keep an impersonal mind, almost like a beginner's mind, so that we're not attached to any particular outcome because the energy can then flow that way. So the idea is to take back your power from false truth. It's the things that, that we believe that are not necessarily true or that are in our best interest that can clog things up. So our own intuition will give us better answers than our physical senses can detect. So, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting, and I don't know if it makes sense, but there is a discernment available to us through the sixth chakra that transcends our physical sense, uh, our physical senses. So, um, the, the key then becomes having discernment between thoughts of fear and thoughts of what's real. So, you know, when our sixth chakra is flowing, external influences don't have a way to dictate our internal state. And so, hmm. you know, does that make sense? Yeah. It says sixth sense. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, and the fear that, you know, we, we many people, I'm going to say, you know, many, it's very human to have a fear that's based on the unwillingness to look inside. Because if our reason is clouded, we think, oh, gosh, that's just not going to make any sense. And so, if we go from A to G and go, wait a minute, I just ended up with G, but I can't make a rational case for how that happened because I didn't go through C or B or D or whatever, then our rational mind might even throw that out and go, it makes no sense. There's no logical case for that. It's invalid. But the sixth tracker will say, no, 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 that's the information we need. And so, when we're relying on external sources of validation or other people's opinions or counsel from someone else, that's actually us coming from and operating from the shadow of the sixth chakra. So, we, because we're not, if we're really in the power of our sixth chakra, we will know what we need to know. So, one of the keys is to look for the differences between truth and illusion using the filter and the vision of the sixth chakra. And, and this is really about being present with what is in the moment. 
it's not about judging. It's not about projecting to the future. It's not about hanging around in the past. It's really what is happening right now. And in a way, this is a form of discipline because we need to let go of what we thought things would look like so we can actually receive what's coming in or receive what's actually coming in might be a better way to say it. So it's really, um, it's fascinating how this works. And sometimes we can get so overloaded with information, we just cannot get in in between the perception that we're getting the truth and the illusion. So we, so what happens, how we resolve that conflict when we're not sure if it's truth or illusion, how we resolve that conflict is we actually, we will change with the wisdom. So um, it, it gets really intense when we start going internal to see what's happening there. It's about letting go of pretense and illusion and the stuff you thought that it should look like and the attachments that you have that really aren't serving you. Attachment is not healthy. So what else can happen here is that when we get in that flow state of operating from intuition and then understanding you know, your soul's wisdom, the challenge can be that other people can want that wisdom too or, or that they already have it, which can create all kinds of interesting conversations. So, for example, I had a client who, who, who got it and at the time he was working a job and he was trying to start a business, but he really knew, he got how things were flowing. And so he went back to his colleagues, uh, you know, we had a lunchtime session, he went back to his colleagues, he was telling them all about it. And he was so excited, he was just absolutely over the moon, and he just wanted other people to get it too, because he just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And they looked at him like he had a third head. It just, <laughs> it did not go well. And he just couldn't understand it. He was so excited. And he wanted to show people and they just weren't ready. So big shifts in your awareness will have a big impact in your experience. It does not always translate to other people directly because they need to have their big shifts. So, you know, be open to what's coming through the sixth chakra because it may not always make rational sense. Does this all like, does, is this resonating with you, Dee? Oh, very much so because, you know, what happens is kind of like learning a new language or learning something new that you get so excited about. And, you know, what's a real kind of reality is you get so excited and you want to share it. And then you go, with whom? <laughs> right. Share it with yourself. You can become very excited by what you're learning. And, you know, it starts, if you're open with all of this, it really starts working on you as part of your system. Being in in the system orientated with all the wheels and gadgets and things that move because they're also when they're in harmony they're all supposed to be in balance and um, it's been very interesting going through this whole um, last period when we've been focusing on all of the different chakras because I know they've been definitely working me (laughs) 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 I can feel them (laughs) but they're very it's very um yeah, it's very powerful. Well, this can be, you know, be, when you're expanding your consciousness and you're expanding aware, you know, your own awareness of what's happening and you're more present in the moment and you're releasing the stuff that doesn't serve you and that belongs to everybody else and that you just inherited without even censoring it or knowing it was there, when you get rid of all of that stuff, 
you start feeling really light and your life gets lighter and there's less problems and less drama. Now, it will also surface things that are potentially holding you back. And that's where, again, the sixth chakra can help you to say, well, wait a minute. Why did that, you know, I just got fired or, you know, my relationship just, you know, my, my person just left me. Like, I've been betrayed. Well, yeah, that needed to happen because you are destined for something bigger than that particular situation. And your third eye will know that. Um, and, but it will drop to your fifth chakra. And it's going to be like, well, how, what do you accept from that? You start negotiating with yourself. You know, yeah, how much are you I, willing to receive as truth, right? That image of the cartoon where all you see are kids on the floor kind of doing something. And then you hear this, you know, which is the voice. A reason, which is apparent, you don't hear the exact words. It's kind of like, huh? <laughs> What's going on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's- yeah. Well, in our lives, there's so much what we choose to make of them, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the sixth chakra, really, this is wisdom, intuition, perception, awareness. It's the gift of discernment between truth and illusion. So it's about being willing to learn from your experiences and being open. It's a it's emotional intelligence, but combined with detachment from the outcomes that you want. Because when you can let go of the outcomes that you expect to have, then what's really real for you can can be. You you can bring that into existence. A lot of times, the things that we want for ourselves, the universe actually has to squish down to make it happen. It's like, it's um, the equivalent of someone going, I really, 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 really want $10,000. And the universe is like, really? I had a million on deck, but okay, let me figure that out. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, you really, it's so interesting. You have to grow yourself enough to be in a place where you're able to accept what your third eye is sharing, what you're you're really getting. And it's natural to be scared to some degree because um, being scared shows that you're growing. It's your growing edge. You're going past what you already know, which, of course, is not comfortable. When you're going past what you already know, but you know that it's time that you need to do that, <laughs> um, it's, it, you're growing yourself. And, um, and when you're thinking about it, this is a whole new way of being, both in life and in business. And people just don't really talk about this. No, and it's one that when you start sharing it, it does have a whole lot of different responses and sometimes they're not they're more of the confusion in the in the receiver because they don't speak the same language or what i've noticed is uh my insights are, are very sharp right now so i can see things or feel things really a lot faster as i'm practicing and it's it's very interesting but it's it's almost like you have to not be learning for someone else you have to be learning for yourself because it's like connecting to your own inner being which is so powerful absolutely and then remember everybody around you is interpreting their perceptions too Mm -hmm. and so then it's about are you meeting them where they are or are you expecting them to come to your way of thinking so that (laughs) you know if you want them to be in your world like how do it gets kind of tweaky and mm-hmm. so, there's some questions that can help uh, help you to think about this. And as you hear these, you might want to write down any reactions that come up within you because those are clues. So, one question is, are you open to sharing your greatest insights through your life, through your career, through your family? You know, for me, I almost, I, I, 
I can't keep up with everything because it's so prolific and it's so amazing. And I give some of my best stuff away because it doesn't do anything good for me if it just lives in my head. I want everyone else to have it because that's how we change the world and that's my purpose. So that's one question. Um, you know, and it, it, there's a line between what you want to give away and what you want to share through paid services if you're in business. So I'm not saying give away everything, you know, because it is about business. So I want to clarify that, but you do want to let people in on some of the most amazing insights that you have. Are you willing to learn from what your life or your business is teaching you? Do you have evaluation mechanisms or systems in place to see how you're doing and growing yourself or your business or your career? Do you have fear or are you unwilling to look at the truth of what's coming forward? Um, do you not have what you need to give your life or business or career the support it needs to grow? Do you have illusion around the state of your life? Are you attached to particular outcomes or do you stay stuck in what you think should be happening and resist what's actually there? In any case, some of these things are really going to trip you up. So you, do you take the time to empty out your mind from time to time? That's a good one. You know, it's much like less your ease files. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you do want to take time to empty your mind. There's a lot in there. Just start getting stuff out. Put it on paper. If you need to, put it in a parking lot book. I have a book of ideas that just keeps growing. I call it inspiration, and it's just huge. I, it's actually a box. Like, it's, it's big, but you want to be able to create space for that creativity to flow. So, you know, are your files in good shape? And it's both physical files and the computer files that you have. Are you, um, have you created what you need to move to your next best level yet? You can feel your way into what's coming for you. So are you able to discern what's right for, for you and um, your life and in your career and your business? Uh, or, you know, are you finding that you're relying on external counsel? If you're doing that, you've got to stop and say, wait a second, let me reconnect to my sixth chakra. So um, as you hear these and really think about these kinds of questions, write down what comes up for you, and that's going to help you with an action plan. So it's really powerful. This is powerful work. Yeah, and I think when you're writing it down, um, I don't know if you've experienced this, but um, there is a difference between having a pencil and paper versus a computer. Absolutely. You know, when you're actually writing something. And um, about two weeks ago, I went to Office Max and got myself a two-inch, well, actually, it's, it's more like an inch and a half red, bright red, <laughs> um, binder, you know, paper, uh, like what you carry around at school and, and is compensation oriented. And it's been an incredible process because I just carry it with me. I can't lose it because it's red <laughs> and um, it's big enough. It doesn't disappear off into my you know area, get hidden. But, you know, it's something that I found as I'm gathering these insights, they float in and out so quickly that I almost have to like capture them. You know, yeah, somewhere. land them. Yeah, so I like your parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely, yeah. And the writing part, um, what's happening to myself too is the poetry is is surfacing again. So it's it's comes and goes. It, it's very elusive as well. And so I think the chakra system of just awareness is part of this whole shifting, and it's very exciting. 
Yeah. Well, this is, you know, this is the stuff that's really, really important and that most people don't take the time to do. They're focused on the urgent stuff and the urgent stuff is, you know, that's the fires, right? But so we're focused on living our lives by the urgent stuff and we never get to the really important stuff because the really important stuff will wait, you know, it's quiet. So this kind of conversation is what can open up and really change the rest of your life when you realize, oh, I'm not going to let my life dictate to me how I'm living it. I'm going to make choices in moving forward that are going to change that experience. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a brief uh, break and we shall be back and talk further here on this very powerful topic. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you living your dream yet? If not, then why not? Everyone has a greatness inside of them to achieve what they deserve in their lives. But how do you find the motivation to get started? Tune in to Your Authentic Life with host Susan Cranston. Susan's advice, along with expert guests, will help you improve your relationships, start or change your career, and achieve the seemingly unattainable goal. Listen live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, Sparkling Focus on Intuitive Clarity. And we're getting very, very clear here. <laughs> Alan Watts said, we could say... I love that- Alan Watts. I just have to say that. He's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, he, this is just such a... I found it a very powerful explanation. Uh, we could say that meditation doesn't have a reason or doesn't have a purpose. In this respect, it's unlike almost all other things that we do except perhaps making music and dancing. When we make music, we don't do it in, a, in order to reach a certain point, such as the end of the composition. If that were the, the purpose of music, then obviously the fastest players would be the best. Also, when we are dancing, we are not aiming to arrive at a particular place on the floor, as in a journey. When we dance, the journey itself is the point. As when we play music, the playing itself is the point. And exactly the same thing is true in meditation. Meditation is the discovery that the point of life is always arrived at in the immediate moment. 
And that is very profound. Absolutely. So meditation, the, the word meditation has a lot of mystery around it. And the basic word conjures all kinds of exotic thoughts and images when we talk about it or hear anything about it. There are basic benefits of ultimately finding something that resonates calm deep within yourself to free your consciousness. There are many definitions and many methods and multiple versions of how to do this. Basically, what outcome is experienced by one person is different from another person's experience. That's, that happens mostly with experiences. It becomes personal when you really embrace it. As we look closely at the essence of the sixth chakra and how it is such a power-packed energy gateway, we are tapping into a centralized core guidance system using intuition. Everyone has this available and every action that is taken either resonates within their core being or it doesn't feel right. The internal guidance system each of us have is really a very mighty gem we likely take for granted or downplay the value it has because it is invisible. So what is the key to tapping into this mighty gem? Tapping into this gem requires that we get out of our mind and create a calmness that will help clear the path to be able to listen to what is trying to be communicated. This may come to you as different sensations and feelings or flashes of insight, ideas, or thoughts. From your mind's perspective, some of the instinctive knowing that you will be feeling may not seem logical. It might seem like things happen that say, that say hey, pay attention, and with the ebbs and flows of our lives the way they normally are, things might not seem logical at the moment of your insight. From a mindful observation, some of these might seem stupid or silly or, you know, consider as it rather than considering them important. As you look back through, you know, different time and, and when you've had clarity, when you can trust in the process and listen. In the animal kingdom, we have learned and accepted the existence of their innate animal instincts. That is a basic requirement be of behavior for the animal's survival. From this vantage point, then, we can say it makes sense that humans also have our own guidance system. Making sense and taking the time to listen, make choices, and then take whatever is necessary action to understand our choices we each make as we move along our unique life path. It can feel like you are in a construction zone when you're putting together a system for yourself to operate. The energy system has a lot of components, but we can discover them one by one and build upon each as we are prospecting and discovering the various, the values for ourselves or others. Having a focused attention is a starting point as we work through the various elements of putting together the essential structure of our desired energetic construction project. Isn't life just one big construction project? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, some people might think of all the equipment that goes along with it. (laughs) Well, you know what? Sometimes people are playing with the equipment and they think they're living. That's true. They're just kind of over in the corner, like, fiddling with knobs and stuff, and they don't really know that they're not actually in living. You know, they're they're just over on the side, you know. Yeah, they're making a lot of noise, too. (laughs) Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the founder of Buddhism was um, Hindu prince Gautama Siddhartha, and he said, if we could see the miracle of a single flower clearly, our whole life would change, and I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So, you know, the question becomes, what do we really see? And there's a lot of time spent by each of us, really, um, creating what we think we see, <laughs> what we like, what we dislike, what our goals are, where we think we're headed, what are our intentions. Sometimes the time spent is trying to explain the stories to ourselves of the reality we live. And the story is really just an interpretation. And sometimes we would be best served by simply experiencing each moment and being open in terms of watching our path unfold. You know, if we're open to flowing it along, we're letting go, we're surrendering some of the control, quote unquote, that we think we have. (laughs) And we're allowing the universe or a greater consciousness or, you know, dynamic life force energy to be what it needs to be for us. So when we're flowing freely, new opportunities and possibilities can emerge. And those can take us to new heights where we never dreamed we could go. And so when you're tapping into your own gem of intuition, your intuitive clarity, um, when you're listening to your gut and your heart and you're using those as basic guidance tools, you can be on an adventure and experience new potentials for your reality that just roll themselves out at your feet as you go into the beyond of wherever you thought you could never go. I mean, it's just amazing. Our society is fascinated with fantasy, romance, intrigue, and curiosity about unexplainable things. And when someone says they're not real, and that particular person claims to possess a special gift, a lot of people reject that possibility. There's almost immediately a wall that kind of, whoop, it goes up as people reject that potential. And that reaction is usually based on some sort of fear of the unknown or misunderstanding or an experience with someone in the past who made false claims or maybe they found a scammer in their lives. You know, people have claimed absurd things to get attention or to make themselves feel unique. And, you know, people might dress in strange clothes or talk about strange things. And no wonder anyone truly experiencing something of benefit does not want to be associated with anything that normal people consider weird. You know, it's we don't like to be the ones that are on the fringe of a herd. If we look at, you know, nature in, you know, in in the animal kingdom, which animal is the one that gets picked off? It's the one that's outside the norm. (laughs) It's the one on the edge of the herd. So we have learned to stay within, to conform in order to be safe. And of course, as we're talking about it, it just raises more and more questions. Why do we feel like something so beneficial needs to be hidden because it's just not a normal way to be? Why do we have to feel like we're struggling to embrace and fully experience our truly deep and profound gifts? What does it really mean to fully embrace a gift? Why do we define a basic way of being as a gift rather than just a normal expectation of being? Why isn't it just normal to be gifted? And and who gave you this gift? What do you do with this gift? <laughs> it's really important. You have to know you're not strange or alone in your personal vision quest to look deeper within yourself for getting help to guide you through life. What seems stranger when you think about it is that society at large looks at this process as a mystery, even though this is what the ancients have done for centuries, and then makes ludicrous judgments to reject the possibilities and outcomes. It's something that I have had to, you know, (laughs) yeah, like, you know, people like me have to resolve, you know, we have to reconcile this. Like, how do we have all this and be here now? It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. 
And what we have been sharing here is the jewel of intuitive clarity. What do you do now? The first step is to be grateful that you have found a valuable gift within yourself. Regardless of what gift it is, uh, or whatever you perceive is your gift, the next thing to do is to have compassion for yourself and others around you. And you know, compassion we explored last couple of sessions. We've come up with different topics each session, but we've been exploring these because they're really very valuable. This means that the people around you might not be at the same point in their life process to fully embrace or celebrate your discoveries. Try to be respectful of this possibility and that people need to understand life in their own way and time. When you really understand I don't this, like that part. I don't like, I, I want them to interpret it on my way. I know. <laughs> this is one of the most difficult things I think that we were exploring earlier is when you're passionate and you're excited about the discoveries and you can see all the opportunities and how it could apply to someone's life in such a positive way, but they aren't awake or ready, you know, it becomes very frustrating, yeah, you know, because yeah. you want to share it. You want to you know, whatever action is needed to have, you know, is very, very necessary to step back for yourself. Take a deep breath. It could be that you are the one to benefit and thus reap all of the wonderful outcomes yourself. Timing is really critical and understanding your window of opportunity is everything. Check in with your internal guidance system and listen. Share with people you trust. Deliver your insights in a way that the people who need them will be open to hearing about them. Being mindful and having awareness of what is going on is being observant, but it is important to never let your fear get in your way. How does the intuitive clarity you have affect the society as a whole? It usually starts quietly within individuals, then smaller groups and communities, and if it is a powerful benefit to overall global consciousness, that will evolve in the ebbs and flow. Practice and patience with the pace of expansion is sometimes difficult because the effects of the benefits seem so obvious and clear. When we get clarity, we're clear. We are, as individuals, can only do so much on our part in the overall system of understanding. Our approach is to understand how to go about our own lives with the best approach we can as we ourselves are discovering that we are more powerful than we give ourselves credit. John Lennon made a profound comment when he said, you won't get anything unless you have the vision to imagine it. Our Mighty Gem Show hopefully helps you stake your claim on your gem discoveries and for the powerful unlimited possibilities within, within yourself. We are on a mighty treasure hunt and with the magnitude potential of uh, discoveries, it could be, the work, could be the spark that could launch mighty gold rush fever like there's never been one before. As we seek to harvest the value of our inner being of wealth potential, we will literally take the lid off and experience freedom in our life with a new congruence of who we are and how we show up in the world as a mighty gem spotlighting everyday jewels. Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values, even if they begin as just having a perceived value. As you go about uh, the efforts of prospecting for mighty gems in yourself and others, it is really looking for special jewels that exist. We can get stuck in our life going through the motions and basic habits 
of our life requirements with caring for others and forget about ourselves and the values we have as a golden nugget ready to be discovered. As we explore and see all the potentials out there, we need to embrace the challenges as a way to grow. And as you grow in your internal power, you are less susceptible to the external world. It is not about other people's opinions. It is knowing what you know. Absolutely. The benefits to all of us are huge as we provoke action based on the insights we're exploring and then step into an active choice for action. We're basically moving our plan into action from our intellect and our comfort levels into inspired manifestation and empowering ourselves as we go deeper and deeper into the balancing act of discovery. And as we connect to ourselves, to nature, and to others with one insight, one choice, one action at a time, we broaden our prospecting arena and can go up and above and beyond where we have ever believed we can go and grow. So seek to understand your powerful inner self with intuitive clarity. Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. (laughs) So do it now. (laughs) And then join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.